are Locked On Giants, your daily New York Giants podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, New York Giants fans, and welcome to another edition of Locked On Giants, part of the Locked On Podcast family, your team every day. My name is Patricia Train. I am your host, and I am also the site manager over at GiantsCountry.com, the newly renamed GiantsCountry.com, which is an SI.com sports channel. We cover the Giants, of course, for uh, Sports Illustrated's NFL coverage. And we have a new URL. It was previously uh, SI.com slash NFL slash Giants. It was a mouthful to say, but they have rebranded it and the new name is GiantsCountry.com. Do hope you will come and check it out. Have a lot of content we are putting up every day. Analysis, draft stuff, you name it. It is up there. We are trying to keep you up to date on all the news. And we're trying to keep you up to date as well here on the Lockdown Giants podcast. And on this program, we're going to hear from Jimmy Stein. He is one of the co-hosts of Locked on Bama. And he's going to come on and talk to us a little bit about Burton Burns, who is reportedly the new running backs coach for the Giants. And then um, we're also going to talk a little bit about Nick Saban and his program and just what it is about the program that produces uh, such a desirable coaching candidates. And if, even to the extent of, you know, why he gets his players, you know, ready and has sucks such success with his players. Uh, Nick Saban, probably one of the greatest college coaches of his generation, of his era. And uh, Jimmy's going to break it all down for us. And just, you know, coming up also on the program, uh, not today's show, but on, on the Locked on Giants podcast, I'm trying to get hosts from other uh, teams, you know, Locked on Browns, Locked on Dolphins. We had Travis Wingfield on yesterday, just trying to get a little insight into who these coaches are, what they bring to the table to kind of give you a little bit more detail and background so that you can inform your opinions about the staff that Joe Judge is putting together. And I also want to mention real quick, I have a really, really special show coming up. Very excited. It's a, it's a crossover show of sorts that I'm going to be doing with uh, Jeff Lloyd, who is the host of Locked on Browns. Not going to tell you just yet what the topic is, but I think you guys are really, really going to like it. I know I like it. I know Jeff is excited about it. And we think you will really enjoy the show as well. So uh, stay tuned for details on that. I will let you know when that show comes out. Plenty of stuff to talk about on the Locked on Giants podcast. So before we get into the interview with Jimmy Stein of Locked on Bama, just want to get you up to date on the Giants assistant coaching updates. Now, all of these are reported. They are not official according to the team, meaning that the team has not formally announced it. So things can change. We know um, last week, uh, Freddie Roach was reportedly headed to the Giants, and then he had a change of heart. So let's, you know, take this with a grain of salt. And uh, let me get you caught up on the latest. So according to different sources, Field Yates of ESPN has reported that Jerome Henderson is going to be the new Giants defensive backs coach. 
Now, Henderson is a former NFL cornerback who uh, began his career in 1991 with the Patriots. And um, most recently, he was the defensive passing game coordinator for the Falcons. So that was a role he held as of um, this past season. Uh, Henderson's been on two Super Bowl teams as a player, one with the Bills, um, Super Bowl 38, and one with the Patriots, Super Bowl, um, I believe it was 31. And as a coach, he was with um, the Falcons for Super Bowl 51, I believe it was. Um, it was the one where they lost to the Patriots in overtime. So he is the reported new defensive backs coach. Now, um, there are a few other guys. There's four guys I'm going to give you who don't yet have roles. At least they haven't been reported yet, but I'll give you a little bit on their background just so you're aware. One of whom is Freddie Kitchens. Now, Freddie Kitchens is the former Browns head coach. He was fired after one season, after the 2019 season. Um, he is uh, reportedly coming to the Giants According to Matt Zanitz of AL.com, uh, Kitchens um, has had experience coaching running backs. He has had uh, experience coaching, uh, I believe, receivers, tight ends, um, every unit on the offensive side of the ball with the exception of offensive line. And I'm not sure now if he, no, he hasn't, I, I take that back. He hasn't coached uh, receivers, I don't believe. So quarterbacks, running backs, and tight ends, those are his, his areas. So um, Freddie Kitchens, again, reportedly coming to the Giants. Okay, so continuing on with reported hires, uh, Jody Wright, an offensive assistant with the Cleveland Browns, who was not retained by new head coach Kevin Stefanski. He is also reportedly coming to the Giants in a role still to be determined. That reported by Bruce Feldman of Fox Sports FS1 and the Athletic College Football. Uh, Jody Wright, uh, let me see, he was... Um, a college coach served as an offensive line coach and assistant head coach at the University of Alabama at Birmingham in 2018. And uh, let's see, it looked like uh, last year might have been his first year in the NFL, that with the Cleveland Browns. Um, he's also uh, going back a little further in his coaching career, right, was um, a graduate assistant and coordinator of football operations at Mississippi State which is where he crossed paths with Joe Judge um, when he was an, a graduate assistant. And um, Wright also had a stint working for Nick Saban at Alabama. Okay, um, continue on, a, uh, just a couple more to report. Brett Bialema, I believe that's how, I, how you pronounce it, Bialema, the defensive line coach for the Patriots, is uh, headed to the Giants, according to Ian Rappaport of the NFL Network. Again, not sure what capacity he is going to hold. Uh, we're assuming it could be defensive line, but, you know, again, there hasn't been anything linked there and it is not official. So once I know, I will let you know when it's official. Um, Bialena is 
He got his start uh, with the Milwaukee Mustangs all the way back in 1994, the Mustangs of the Arena Football League. And uh, he then moved to the coaching ranks and has been a head coach, actually, at the coaching ranks. He was um, head coach for Wisconsin and Arkansas. And um, he has experience winning Big Ten championships, was named the Big Ten Coach of the Year in 2006. In 2018, he was hired as a consultant to Bill Belichick by the great Bill Belichick up in New England. And uh, he was with the Patriots when they won the Super Bowl, Super Bowl 53. And this past season, he served as the defensive line coach. So again, his role on the staff, not currently known. The assumption is it's going to be defensive line, but again, I don't have any kind of report or information that I can pass along to you on that. The final name to mention is actually a holdover from Pat Shermer's staff. That would be Anthony Blevins, who was the assistant special teams coordinator under Thomas McGahee. McGahee, of course, was already announced by the Giants as being retained in his role. And in that press release, it was also mentioned that Tom Quinn um, has worked with him before. And just reading the press release and how it was worded, it sounds like Tom Quinn is going to be uh, McGahee's assistant. So don't know what Blevins' role will be on the team. But just to give you a little background on him, he does have um, some experience, I believe, with the uh, defensive backs. So it is possible that maybe he's going to assist there or who knows, maybe Joe Judge is going to split up the roles where you have a cornerback's coach and a safety's coach. So we don't yet know what Blevins' role is, but uh, we'll find out soon enough. I, I fully believe that the Giants will finish up their assistant coaching staff probably this week. They are down at the Senior Bowl, and the Senior Bowl is just a, a virtual job fair for coaches looking for work. And a lot of times, new head coaches go down there. And in addition to scouting players, they're also filling out their staff. So um, I do think the Giants are very close to finishing or finalizing Joe Judge's staff. Now, just to run through what we know so far, we have Jason Garrett, who's been confirmed at, by the team as the offensive coordinator. Jerry Shupinski has been reported as the quarterback's coach. Burton Burns has been reported as the running back's coach. Tyke Tolbert has been reported, and actually I've confirmed uh, that he will be the receiver's coach. Uh, offensive line, we don't have a name yet. We do know, uh, according to a couple of reports, that uh, Mark Colombo, who was Jason Garrett's offensive line coach down in Dallas, and Dave DeGulamo, who was the offensive line coach for Miami, uh, was also reportedly uh, set to interview with the Giants for their offensive line coach position as well. So um, no word on who, if either of those guys has been offered the job, I will keep my eyes and ears open for you. Defensively, Patrick Graham has been announced already as the defensive coordinator and assistant head coach by the team. Uh, Jerome Henderson, as I mentioned earlier, has been uh, reportedly linked to the defensive backs coach position. And Brett Bialema, 
uh, is going to have uh, a role on the defense. That role has not yet been defined. Still open, as far as we know, include defensive line, linebackers, and uh, we don't know if they're going to um, split the linebackers up. Uh, just, you know, every coach does it a little differently. I know under Pat Shermer, he had an inside linebacker coach. He had an outside linebacker coach. So I don't know what Joe Judge is planning to do there. But again, as we get names, we will pass them on to you. And then, as I mentioned, special teams, Thomas McGahee has already been announced as returning by the team. And Tom Quinn his return has been implied by the team in the press announcement that they sent out on Friday announcing McGahee, Garrett, and Graham hires. All right, folks, you are listening to Locked on Giants with Patricia Trainer. We're going to take our first break. When we come back, Jimmy Stein of Locked on Bama joins the program to talk about Burton Burns. Give us some overview as to what kind of coach he is. So do stay with us. The Locked on Giants podcast is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Dot com. Visit bluechew.com and enter promo code locked on to receive your first shipment for only $5 shipping and handling. That's bluechew.com. Joining me now on the podcast is Jimmy Stein. He is one of the co-hosts of the Locked On Bama podcast. That's right, folks. We have college podcasts, and you can get a whole list of all the various schools that we have uh, shows for. If you visit LockedOnPodcast.com, there's a whole list there. Just click on the college link, and you will see all the shows that we have uh offered. So Jimmy, thank you so much for taking a few minutes out of your day to come on to talk with me about some of these Bama coaches. Oh, thanks for having me on, Patricia. I'm glad to do it and uh hope you're doing well. Just thanks and uh yeah, I'm glad uh I'm glad Burton Burns is ending up with you guys. Uh I don't know how much he can coach up the running back you already got, but he, he's going to be helpful. I can assure you that. Well, let's start there then. Let's talk about Burton Burns. Now, I did some research on him. Um, has a very good reputation as being a good teacher. I believe he coached three Heisman finalists. Um, I think last year he was an assistant. I want to say an assistant athletic director, but he has a, a right. very, very deep uh, coaching history. What can you tell us about him? He's been, uh, as far as the Alabama crowd is concerned, one of the most popular assistants of the Saban era. He came in uh, with uh, with Coach Saban in 2007, so he was one of the orig- original staff members under uh, under Nick, and I think coached all the way on the field until hmm, through the 2015 or 20 no through the 2016 season. Uh, he was on the field. He then had some some health issues. I think he had like a knee replacement surgery or something like that. So when that happened, it was going to be tough for him to be on the field. So he moved into an off the field capacity in the athletic administration uh, and and continued to to help Alabama in in that role. And had been doing that for a while, but I think now his health got to the point where he he was, uh, he was good with coaching on the field again. And the NFL is a good opportunity for him. I think a recruiting would have been tough with his age and with his knee situation, but uh, but coaching in the NFL, I think, fits him just fine. He's worked with so many outstanding backs at Alabama. It's almost hard to count at one time, thanks to his recruiting and thanks to his coaching. I think at one time, Alabama had Kenyon Drake, Alvin Kamara, Derrick Henry, all in the running back room at the same time. <laughs> and, and, and really, Burton Burns deserves a ton of credit for that. He's just a 
a really fine recruiter. But but beyond that, he would get the most out of his kids. Obviously, he maximized that great talent with Mark Ingram was one of his his guys, won the Heisman in 09. Derrick Henry was one of his guys, won the Heisman in 2015. Trent Richardson was one of his guys. Uh, Trent finished in the top three, I believe, in the Heisman balloting his, his junior year. He didn't have a good NFL career, but Burton Burns sure turned him into a productive player at Alabama. So the list is long. T.J. Yeldon, you're, uh, the Giants fans will be familiar with, has had some success in the NFL. Uh, Eddie Lacy. These are all Burton Burns coached running backs uh, at Alabama that he recruited and developed. What is a staple of of his coaching methods? In other words, what is it that he preaches, regardless of the style? Because as we know, there are d- running backs have different styles depending on the individual. So, right. what's that one common thread that Burton Burns really stresses to his running backs? I know one thing that stands out to me, Patricia, quickly is is ball security. Uh, several several of these Alabama guys, not every one of them, but several of them just flat out never fumbled the ball, like never. I think Mark Ingram uh, in his three years of being the primary ball carrier at Alabama fumbled twice in three years. Derrick Henry also in his Heisman year, I think, fumbled once, I mean, which is incredible with the amount of carries he had. You know, he's carrying it 25, 30 times a game. So ball security, doing the little things, his backs are always tough. They're always Alabama ran an NFL-style offense during those years, so so the running backs really were, were doing the same things they're asked to do on, on Sundays, where catch the ball, uh, pick up blitz protection, uh, ball security being a big issue, just all, all, all the little things, and that's why these Alabama backs were all drafted so highly, and most of them did really well in the NFL because Burton Burns trained them uh, in an NFL-style fashion. That's why I think he'll have a a ton of success. One, one, one thing that's kind of coincidental about this move of Burton Burns going to the Giants, in particular to coach to help coach Saquon Barkley, is Burton Burns' current replacement at Alabama, our, our current running back coach in Tuscaloosa, is a guy named Charles Huff. He came from Penn State, where he coached Saquon Barkley. So that's quite a small circle there. That means that I'm sure that Saquon has had discussions with his former college coach, uh, Coach Huff, who uh, has told him all about Burton Burns because Huff has been uh, at Alabama for over a year where he got to know Burton really well. That's interesting, and it really does show what a small world it is. Now, you know, you mentioned Saquon Barkley, and going back to last year, Barkley at one point made a, a kind of a thinly veiled comment that I want to ask you about. He he. he and he suggested or hinted that all his life coaches have been trying to change his running style. And it's, just, you know, like, like I said before, the running style is what kind of makes the guy unique. How much does Burton Burns kind of focus on, I guess, the fundamentals more so? Or does, does, does he have a set style that he wants these guys to, to execute? Or, or just how does he kind of balance that? Right. I, I think it's going to be more fundamentals with him and, and less, hey, I want you to do it this way or that way, because so many of the backs at Alabama he's coached, and you're talking about you know almost a 10-year period, uh, so many of them were, were so different. Some were great third down backs. Some were more power backs. Uh, Alabama, even though uh, it was an NFL-style deal, usually it was a back-by-committee approach. Uh, with each guy having a little bit of different strengths, and, and Burton could coach it all. So I, I'll be very surprised uh, 
knowing Coach Burns as I do, that he's going to show up and try to change much with Saquon at all. Uh, I think he's just going to going to feature his strengths. And uh, if there's anything he doesn't do well, which is kind of hard to imagine, uh, then, then you know you limit that. But uh, he, he's an outstanding coach. Every everyone uh, with the Giants is going to really like him. Real hardworking guy. Uh, he was one of the. I think he had at the time he he stepped away from the field. He probably had the longest tenure of any assistant that had worked with coach Saban uh, and a good recruiter that, that, that won't matter too much in the NFL, but it does to some extent in terms of, you know, even in the NFL, you're always recruiting free agents. And uh, that, that, that's always been one of his, his strengths. What about in terms of how he approaches teaching in the classroom? Like you mentioned Saquon Barkley and he, you know, you don't think he has very many weaknesses. He really doesn't. But one thing that I know he struggled with is pass pro, you know, and I don't know how much of that was a result of his high ankle sprain, but I know it was an issue when he was a rookie, when he was fully healthy and just, you know, is, is Burton Burns more of a, a yeller? Is he more of a nurturer? Yeah. What, what type of teacher is he? A teacher's a great way to put it. It's exactly what he is. He, he, he as a matter, he's not loud at all, really. He is a teacher first and foremost. So I spent almost his, you know, his entire career has been spent in the college game, even before he got to Alabama. I believe he's at Clemson before he came to Alabama. Uh, but he had spent the majority of his career uh, coaching in college and has even coached some high school football. He, he, he is a, a teacher uh, first and foremost. He's very patient. Uh, his players adore him. I mean, his players really really like him when uh, it was announced that he was leaving for the Giants uh, several players made social media posts about how much they'll miss uh, having him around in Tuscaloosa so very popular players liked him a lot and again he helped amass incredible talent the running back room at Alabama under Burton Burns was filled with multiple NFL players every year he was there and you know you kind of recruit that position more than you make it but Burton Burns was able to maximize the ability. And if you maximize Saquon Barkley's ability, you got one heck of a back. You're listening to the Locked On Giants podcast with Patricia Trena and special guest Jimmy Stein of Locked On Bama. We're going to take a break, come back, and we're going to talk more with Jimmy about Burton Burns and the mystique of Nick Saban, head coach of Alabama, and just what it is about his program that produces so many successful coaches and players. So stay with us. We talk about physical fitness a lot, but there's another side to the game that's just as important. I'm talking about mental fitness. Calm, the number one app for sleep and meditation, has teamed up with LeBron James to help train your mind. LeBron and Calm know that your mind is like any other muscle in your body. And Calm can help you train your brain to so that you sleep better, have less stress, and perform at your best. For LeBron James, sleep is an important part of his mental fitness routine. He says, quote, getting good sleep and finding times to rest is one of the most valuable things I can do for my body and mind, end quote. For a limited time, our listeners can join LeBron in using Calm with a 40% discount to an annual membership at calm.com slash locked on. That's C-A-L-M dot com slash locked on. If you've been a listener of this podcast, I'm sure you've heard all the great advertisers working with Locked On to reach sports fans. 
But you may not know that Locked On Giants is a great way for your local business to reach passionate Giant fans just like you. Unlike any other podcast, Locked On gives your local company the unique ability to reach local podcast listeners, not just any podcast listener, a Locked On podcast listener. If your company wants to connect with Giant fans and a predominantly male audience that is well-educated with disposable income, then let's put your company right here on Locked On Giants podcast. Text the word advertising to 33777 or visit lockedonpodcasts.com slash advertising and let us know who you are. We'll get our team to help you achieve Locked On advertising success. Once again, text the word advertising to 33777 or visit lockedonpodcasts.com slash advertising. We look forward to hearing from you. Welcome back, Giant fans, to Locked On Giants. Patricia Trainer here with you, and we are talking with Jimmy Stein. He is one of the co-hosts of Locked On Bama. He's uh, giving us an overview of Burton Burns, who is reportedly the Giants' new running backs coach. And in this segment, we're going to take a look at Nick Saban and just what it is about Nick Saban and his program that has been able to produce such... Uh, strong candidates for assistant coaches, head coaches, and and players in general. So hope you enjoy this next segment of the interview. We're talking with Jimmy Stein. He is one of the co-hosts of Locked On Bama, and you can find them on the Locked On Network. And and Jimmy, let's back out a little bit here, and let's kind of talk about the big picture, and that is Nick Saban. Now, Joe Judge, the Giants' new head coach, obviously has ties to Saban. I think they work together in another life. I think... I'm not sure if it was in in, uh, Mississippi or exactly where it was. I forget. Don't have it in front of me. But what is it about Nick Saban? I mean, he's one of the greatest, if not the greatest, college coaches of this generation. What is it about his program and and not just the players he develops, but the coaches he develops that just makes them so successful in what they do? He's driven. First and foremost, he's he's driven. I think he he sort of. You know, as one, one analyst put it one time, you know, he sort of solved college football. Uh, you know, he, 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 created, he created an organization and created a system and is extremely good at plugging parts into it, even though the parts change so much between players coming and going, coaches coming and going. Alabama is annually raided by other colleges and even the NFL for, uh, for their coach. So Alabama has probably more turnover than anyone else in the SEC. So it's, it's amazing he's able to do that. But I, I think the key to it is just simply this. Uh, he's a good football coach in terms of what we think of, you know, in terms of X's and O's and devising, you know, game plans and strategies and philosophies. But really with Coach Saban, what it's all about is recruiting. Uh, coach Saban believes that, you know, if his team is better than, than the – if we have more good players than the other teams got, that's a significant advantage. Uh, I remember Coach Saban saying one time that – uh when asked about the difference between coaching the NFL and college, he's like, well, in the NFL draft, they only limit me to one first round pick. And in college, he's able to recruit multiple first round picks in each recruiting class. And, and, and he's done that. Alabama just simply has more good players than almost everyone else every season. And uh, there's evidence of that all over the NFL. This past year, Alabama had over 54 act all players on the active rosters. That was more than any other college. Uh, that's more than one. That's more than you have on, on an active roster. 
So Alabama could literally fill an entire active Sunday roster with nothing but Alabama players. That's what wow. he's produced there. It's, it's, it's the, the amount of talent that comes in, and the talent is developed. It's not like these guys just show up and don't improve. Uh, they, they do improve. Alabama has a very high rate of, of, of five-star athletes that come in that, that leave first-round picks. Uh, and that's, that's due to the developmental process they have. But really, if there's one thing that separates Nick Saban from the rest of, of college football, it, it, it's the recruiting. He's able to identify, evaluate, and sign the best talent year after year after year. That's amazing. Fifty-four players. Wow, I didn't realize it was that much. What about how he works with his coaches? Like, like you know, there are some coaches that are very hands-on and 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 they limit the amount of input that they, they uh, allow their assistants to contribute. How does Saban approach that? You know, is is it a collaborative effort or or is it just like a like a hierarchy, if you will? He is he is very hands on. In fact, if if if, uh, if the Giants fans are unaware of this, at practice, at, mo- at practice during many of the periods of practice, Nick Saban coaches the cornerbacks just as a cornerback coach would. That's his background. That's what he did before he became an NFL defensive coordinator with the Browns under Belichick. Before he became a head coach in college, uh, he grew up playing defensive back, then coached defensive backs as a young coach. He still coaches the Alabama cornerbacks today. Uh, he jokes that he's the graduate assistant coach that works with the corners, but no, Coach Saban coaches the cornerbacks. Uh, that's what he likes to do. So he's extremely hands-on when it comes to that position. He's pretty good, I think, at letting his other assistants just coach their spots. His uh, his expertise is on defense. Uh, if anything, I think his hand is, is in more with the defense than anything else. His offensive coordinators, I think, have more latitude than many people would believe. The thing that's incredible is just really the amount of turnover that uh, that Coach Saban has annually, even at the even at the coordinator level, where you know Steve Sarkeesian is the current offensive coordinator, who's a former head coach at USC in Washington. Before that, you know it was it was uh, uh, Brian Dable, who's the current offensive coordinator with the Buffalo Bills. Before that, it was Lane Kiffin that everyone knows. The, the, this all turnover happens over over just uh, it's, it's been as a matter of fact I think the longest tenure an offensive coordinator has at Alabama under Coach Saban is three years, and no one has really been replaced. These, these guys just cycle out for head coaching jobs. Defensively, his coordinators at Alabama have been Kirby Smart, who's now the head coach at Georgia, Jeremy Pruitt, who's the head coach at Tennessee. Uh, they have been the defensive coordinators for most of Saban's tenure. So. The fact that coaches are able to come in and uh, and do what they do and then leave for bigger and better jobs, uh, it's really unbelievable. He develops the coaches just as well as he develops the players on the field. That's amazing. And, and of course, Nick Saban did have a stint in the NFL as a head coach. Now, obviously, Burton Burns going to the Giants. He's going to be an assistant coach, uh, running backs coach. But still, what piece of advice do you think – uh, from from Saban's experience, do you think maybe Burton Burns will benefit most from? Well, so much of what uh, Coach Saban does at Alabama is borrowed from the NFL, uh, particularly the defense. The defense that that Alabama runs it doesn't change. One 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 of the reasons there has been some consistency is Coach Saban does not believe in assistants coming in and doing things differently. 
offensive coordinators that come in, the new offensive coordinators, they don't bring their own playbooks. They don't bring their own, hey, this is, uh, you know, Sark came from, from the Falcons, for instance. Uh, Sark was the offensive coordinator for the Falcons for two years before he became Alabama's offensive coordinator last year. He didn't bring his Falcons playbook with him and say, hey, guys, this is our new offense. It's Alabama's offense. The new coordinators are expected to learn, this is how Alabama does it. This is the Alabama system. That way, the terminology the terminology doesn't change. The plays don't change. The philosophies don't change. The coaches adapt to what Nick Saban's Alabama does. That's why so many coaches can come in and come out, and 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 it's it's not new every year. There is there is some continuity there. I think Burton Burns, when he goes to the Giants, things are going to be kind of familiar with him because what Coach Saban does at Alabama is the same things he was doing with the Miami Dolphins. It's the same defense he was running under Bill Belichick in the 90s with the Cleveland Browns. So it is an NFL system that Alabama uses on offense and defense because it's what Coach Saban was using when he was there. Very exciting hire for the Giants. And I know it was confirmed. I forget who confirmed it, but obviously, you know, the players were told about it. And I, for one, am looking very much forward to meeting Coach Burns. And um, he, he just looks like a good man and a guy who really cares about his pupils. Yeah, he he's we've had a lot of assistance at Alabama under Nick Saber. There's been a lot of turnover. Uh, I would even go so far as to say if there was a a popularity poll with the fans, Burton Burns might rank number one uh, in, in the entire era in terms of being so popular with the fans. But, hey, it helps when you're putting kids on the field every year like Mark Ingram, Trent Richardson, Eddie Lacy, T.J. Yeldon, Kenyon Drake, Derrick Henry, and uh, Damian Harris, who's now with the uh, New England Patriots. Josh Jacobs uh, with the Raiders uh, was recruited by Burton Burns as well. Josh Jacobs was, I think, the last running back that was found, evaluated, and recruited by Burton Burns. And, and all he is is maybe the best rookie running back in the NFL with the Oakland Raiders. So that's one more All-American to add to Coach Burns' list. Amazing. And I'm looking forward to seeing him when he gets up here. I think we'll probably get to meet all the assistant coaches. I would say probably in April would be my guess. Jimmy, really appreciate the time and the insight. He is Jimmy Stein. He is one of the co-hosts of Locked on Bama. Make sure you check out his podcast. They do a great job with uh, their show. And again, appreciate you. And hopefully we get to talk again down the line as we start getting into our draft prospect aspect. Oh, anytime, Patricia, and good luck to uh, to Coach Judge. Uh, he was at Alabama for, for three years, I think in 2009, 2010, and 2011. He was a support staff member that supported Alabama's special teams uh, during those years when he was a very young coach. So uh, so we'll be rooting for him from uh, from Tuscaloosa as well. All right. That's Jimmy Stein. And Giant fans, thank you so much for tuning in. This is Patricia Trena. We will talk to you again later in the week.